as you made this year pretty cool here. Um, I think I think I had a great year. I think we had a great year just hanging out um, this school year with each other, learning about Jesus, getting to know what it's all about, uh, and uh, bringing our, inviting our friends and stuff, um, and being excited. Listen, like, when I did the, the high school, they are, like, boring. And, like, you guys are, like, awesome. So I'm super excited that, uh, unless you're, like, I'm done with middle school, and then, you know, high school is going to be great for you. Become boring. I'm okay with that. Just kidding. It'll be fun. If you guys are in eighth grade, uh, I, I encourage you to, to start going to the high school stuff uh, this summer and um, just enjoying that. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be a blast, um, and you're going to have a great time. Daryl is pretty cool. Um, uh, he's almost as cool as Hunter, um, but not as cool, I guess. But anyways... Uh, today we are going to be learning about something that should challenge you, but also should, I hope, can encourage you. Um, that like, that this this message can kind of kind of help you like kind of see where your relationship is with God, but what we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be growing in, and kind of encourage you, kind of give you some confidence, and we'll get into that for a little bit. But here's the thing: um, I was saved in a, uh, at an early age. I was saved um, when I was like six years old, right? Six or seven years old. That's just my testimony. Uh, not everybody was like that. Um, some people were. Um, but like I, I remember going around the church with my dad and just walking around the uh, church grounds. And I remember like having like daydreams like kids do and like the pastor being up there and he's like looking at me he's like, you're going to hell. And like I was like, ah. And he's like, and and then like I see a picture of the cross, and then I and then he'd like be pointing at me again. He's like, "You need Jesus," and I was like, "Ah!" Um, and then and then like I'm not now no joke. Like that's what it was like. Rah! And I was like, "Ah!" Uh, and so I asked my dad about it, and right then and there he kind of talked me through it, and um, I got saved right there. Um, I I asked Jesus in my heart right there. But here's the thing: as, as you grow, um. Or, or as you're as you're doing as you're growing in your faith and walking with your faith, sometimes you have doubts. Like, maybe maybe you're here and you were like you were been in church your whole entire life. You've been in church your whole entire life. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've been starting to come on Wednesday nights and like, like, and this is your first experience. Okay. But um, some of you haven't. Some of you have been here for your entire life, and either you made a decision at VBS, and you're just like, mm, Jesus, and, uh, and, and, or maybe it was like when you were with your parents, or maybe you never did, and you just kind of assumed that you were a Christian, or maybe your parents said, yes, this happened, and you remember getting baptized, but you don't ever remember like, accept, accepting as, him as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you did it here in middle school, and it, you finally took it as your own, but we doubt, and that is normal. That's normal. So uh, hopefully this, this, um, this message can challenge those and be a reality check for those who, who aren't Christians who might think that they are, that this could be a time of eye-opening experience. And also, like, so you could he see how, how you need Jesus. 
and also for those who are maybe uh, like walking with God or, or are truly Christians. They've accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. It says in the Bible in Romans uh, chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved, right? So if you've done those two things, you're saved, right? But we have doubts. I remember when I was 10 years old, um, or, or maybe even a little older, uh, maybe even a little younger, like 10-ish years old, I remember having doubts about it. Like, am I actually saved? Did I actually do this? What do I need to do? Do I need to like, because I, I don't know what to do. I really want to make sure that this is happening. So I remember praying the prayer again, you know, like, like oh, Jesus, pray, please pray with me. But be, be with me, you know, like, and I remember being in middle school and in high school and having doubts. And I remember being even in college and just wondering, like, how am I supposed to grow? What am I supposed to be doing? And it wasn't to the point until I realized that there are things that we, you should be seeing in your life. There's things that you should be seeing in your life as a believer in Christ that you should have, that you should be growing in. And if you look at your life from a year ago today, these things should be evident. These things should be uh, growing. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit of how we can have that power and how, what gives us the power to do stuff. So we're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 3. Oh, chapter 3. Ver, chapter 1, sorry. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And it says this. His divine power, talking about Jesus, his divine power has granted to all of us all things that pertain to, to life. And godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Now, Peter is talking to Christians, right? He's writing this to a church. He's writing this to Christians. So when he, call, when he says, who called all of us, he's talking about the Christian, not like every single person. Meaning that there's lost people out there that need Jesus. By which he has granted to us um, his Precious and uh, very great promises. So he is like, what this means is, is that not only is it called you, but this is a promise that he makes and he keeps it. That through him, you may become partakers in his divine nature, having escaped from the uh, caption or the, 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 the chains that is in the world because of the sinful desire. Here's the thing. What does he promise? What does he promise to people who have believed in him? That you can be partakers in divine nature. You see, when I was, when I was growing up, I used to think of like being Christian or what I was. was kind of, and I, and I think I've given this analogy multiple times, but I used to think of it as sitting on the bench. I'm on the team. Yay. I'm in the family. Woohoo. But I'm like the weird cousin, you know, like. I'm just going over and be like, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, no, Donnie. Like, you, have, you know that uncle that you're just like, oh, no, when is Uncle Billy getting here? Does he have to be here? Like, and, like, sometimes I'm like, and it's like Thanksgiving comes up, and you're like, oh, no. And there, or is there, the, like, I'm the goofy uncle, if you, like, if you didn't realize, like, I'm the 
goofy uncle, right? So if I come into town, I'm like, woohoo! And then, like, just, like, throwing my nep- nieces and nephews around and, like, getting them riled up and, like, seeing, saying goodbye to my sister and be like, <laughs> and then leaving. Like, that's what I do. Like, that's my job. Um, and so, like, I always thought of it as, like, this, like, or, like, in a sitcom where, you know, where you have the crazy neighbor that always, like, barges in, like, and, like, wreaks havoc and then leaves. He's, like, he's, like, the beat. He's like the B story, right? There's always something going on with Kramer, right? And so, um, and so I always, always think of Christianity like that. But that's not what this says. That's not what this says. It says because of his promise and his great promise that you can be partakers in his divine nature. Not just like being his friend, not just being like part of the family, but he can, he can help you have some of the power that he has, be part linked with him to be, do some, some great things to grow in your life because you have escaped sin, the chains of sin. You've escaped it, and you can have some of you can partake in his nature. His goodness, his godliness, his, his, all, his knowledge, you can partake in this. And this is what God wants us to have. He wants us to have this. So because of this, if you are sitting in this room, and I'm not naive, I know that there's people in here who have never really accepted Christ, but if you're sitting in this room and you've accepted Christ, there are some things that we should be doing. There's some things that we should be doing, and there's some things that we really should be growing in. It says in verse 5, that it says this, for this very reason, uh, meaning for this very reason, what is this? Because we are partakers in his nature. We are linked to him. We do have the power that he can give us because we have escaped sin. We have escaped the, the, the chains and the sorrows of what the, the sinful desires are. Not saying that we don't ever have that. We will always have that. But we can escape from it for this very reason. Make every effort to supplement your faith. What does that mean? If you believe in Jesus Christ, we need to be making every effort to supplement your faith. Well, what's supplements? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get real with you guys right now, okay? I take a very, like, legal, over-the-counter herb pill thing to make sure that I have a good beard. I want to have a good beard. I'm, I'm, my, my wife got me the coolest gift ever. It was during Christmas, and she got me, like, beard of, like, I can't remember what it's called, um, but it's, like, I'm not a sponsor, but I could be. Um, I'm pointing to the camera there. Um, but here, it's, like, a beard of, like, like, a monthly subscription thing, and, like, I get, like, beard oil. I get beard gel. I get beard, like, products and stuff like that. It's a real thing, guys. Um, I get like a comb, and they give me beard pills that I can take, and um, it's supposed to help you grow a thicker, more luscious beard. So in a year when you're like 
Sheesh, Tom. Yeah, it doesn't look like this, okay? I'm not very good at, like, discipline right now, so, like, I'm taking, like, I should be taking, like, two a day, but, like, or one a day, and I'm, like, one a week, you know? Like, I gotta be, get better at it, but, like, I want, I'm, like, I'm getting, a, I want a big, huge, big beard, and, and, and it's gonna be awesome, and a Duck Dynasty, like, level of just super cool, but I get it right here, and then split ends happen, and oh, it's crazy, but here's the thing. I take that supplement so I can, like, something can grow, right? I take that supplement so my beard can grow, my beard can get fuller, and hopefully it, it does, and it's not, like, a gimmick. <laughs> it doesn't look like a gimmick. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You take supplements, like, and you do this, like, I did this, with, like, when I used to work out and I used to be in the gym all the time. And, yes, I, I, used, to, I used to have muscles somewhat, but I also like cheeseburgers, so, like, I never had a six-pack, you know, it's like, I'm going to go work, I'm going to go do abs for half an hour to an hour, but afterwards, I'm going to get me some five guys, right? Like, I don't care, like, I'm going to eat me some food. Um, but anyways, here's the thing, like, you take, like, you could take, like, uh, protein, right? And it helps you get, get the nutrients that you need. You take your vitamins, you take supplements to help, in, in, uh, help you enhance your physical body. Here's the thing what it's saying. You need to supplement your faith, but not with some sort of like pill, but it, it shows that these virtues that we should have and that we should be making every effort to be growing in. So we're supplementing our faith. What is the faith? The faith in Jesus Christ. If you're not a Christian, if you've never accepted him, you don't have faith in Christ, Period. Okay? If you did have faith in God, you would be with God, but you're not, right? So faith meaning your faith with God. Your faith, your connection with God. It's just, it says this. Supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if, for if these qualities are yours and increasing, they, are, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So there's a lot of things right there, right? There's there is seven different um, virtues that are given or qualities, like, like it says in here in scriptures, that are given. And what this sounds like is it sounds like kind of a ladder step. First, you get virtue. Then you get knowledge. Then after knowledge, you get self-control. And you're climbing the corporate ladder of being a Christian. But that's not what it's saying. The way that it is written and the way that it's structured is that it's a constant circle. As you're working on this, work on this. As you're working on that, work on this. Right? So it's a circle. It goes like virtue, knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, love. And you keep on going around and around and growing in these things. And you can tell and you can see that you're growing in the faith. So let's go over just a little bit briefly on what these actually are because they sound great or like we can go over them but if we don't understand what they are 
we don't know what they are. We, we can't really grasp it, right? And these are things that can just make you a better person, but it's even more deeper than that. It's to make you a godly person. So virtue, who are you as a person? What's your integrity like? Are you honest? Are you encouraging? Are you someone that is honorable? Or are you someone that's going to like cheat on a test? Or are you someone that's going to like talk bad about someone behind their back? Are you someone that doesn't have integrity? That when someone's watching you or your parents are watching you, you do it, but you are, you're not going to do it when they're not watching. You know it's your turn to turn, take out the trash, but you're not going to do it if, you don't, if you're not asked. They didn't ask me. I'm not going to do that. No, you know, you know what to do what is right, and you try to do that. Not saying that you don't ever f- fall into sin or you do any, like you, you stumble, but you're, you're working towards it. Knowledge. What you're not, this isn't knowledge like as in like, yeah, I'm really great in math. I'm really great in English and I'm growing in that. No, but your knowledge of Jesus Christ, your knowledge of scripture, are you growing that, in that? Are you even wanting to? Do you even desire to grow in knowledge of Christ? Well, how do I do that? It's right here. It's the Bible. He's given you it. Self-control. And this is, this is one that I have a hard time with, especially when I'm in a car driving places, right? Like self-control. Are you able not to get angry at someone really quickly? Are you able to keep, keep your emotions in check? Are you able to think through, your, through, your, through your, your, your process and know that maybe that person, what they did to me was wrong, but I'm not going to lash out on them. I have self-control. Steadfastness. Are you a person who is going to stand fast in the word of God? When, you're, you're, when your friends start picking on the gospel or when, you, when, when something happens, are you going to be one that just kind of qu- is quiet? Are you going to be like someone who, who doesn't ever stand up? Or are you going to be like, no, I'm going to stand up for this person? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand up for the gospel. I'm not going to make it qu- like quiet anymore that I, I go to church. I'm not going to make it, I'm not going like to hide the fact that I'm a, I'm a Christian. Godliness. Are you growing closer to God? Are you, is your relationship with God growing? Are you becoming more Christ-like in your life? Brotherly affection. And this one, like, sounds weird. <laughs> Brotherly affection, yeah. My brother's an idiot. <laughs> My brother's a doofus. Um, and that might be true. But here's the thing. Your brothers and sisters in Christ... Do you care about them? Your brothers and like, listen, if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you believe in Jesus Christ, the people in the church are your brothers and your sisters. You are connected to a powerful and higher family, and that is the, the body of Christ. You're, you're connected to each other. You know how many people I run into that hate church? They say that they're a Christian and they follow God, but they don't go to church. 
because they, they don't like it or they got annoyed at someone. Someone offended them or someone, someone was mean to them or, or something happened. And instead of going and worshiping God with other people, they're letting people control their lives. I've, I've run into a lot of this where they say they're Christians, but they don't like Christians. That can't happen. We need to have brotherly affection. We need to, be in, we need to enjoy, and that doesn't mean that there aren't annoying Christians, okay? There are, and they're, like, exhausting. I'm, I'm just saying it. Like, it's like there are annoying people who are, happen to be Christians, right? And you're just like, I understand this, but I, do I have to hang out with that person, right? And I'm not pointing to anyone. I'm just pointing to the ceiling because if I pointed to someone, they'd be like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, do I have to hang out with this person, right? Like, um, but here's the thing. You should generally enjoy going to church. You should generally enjoy being around other believers. You should generally want to be around other believers and do things with them and hang out with them and play airsoft with them, right? You should generally enjoy that. You should, that should be a thing. And then love. Are you growing in love for not only God, but for other people, not, for, not just for your brothers and sisters in Christ, but for those out and around you? Do you actually look at people and you look at the loss and you go, if I don't, like, they are going to hell if someone doesn't share the gospel with them, if God doesn't intervene, if, they, if, 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 if the light is not shined. Am I willing to do that? You have to love them. Here's the thing, guys. And this is, this is where I'm at. I am not where I can say I do every single one of these well. I'm not to where I can say I do every single one of, the, like one of these well. I look at this and go, oh, no. But here's the thing. First of all, it shows what I need to be growing in. And second of all, I can look back in my life in a year or two years, and I could see if I'm growing in this. If you're not growing in these, and I'm not talking about, hey, this week I was great, but like for the most part, like 11 months out of the year, except for like maybe camp and like, you know, maybe, maybe five days out of the week, and you're not growing in these, you're not trying to show these, you don't try to show that, you really need to look at your faith. Because if you're not growing these, guys, you're ineffective and you're unfruitful of the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the Lord and Savior. However, a lot of you are growing in these and you should be encouraged. This is not saying that you... It doesn't say here in verse 5. It doesn't say here in verse 5, for this very reason, make every effort to be perfect in your faith. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say here that you should... This, this stuff will come naturally and you'll be able to do it. No, it doesn't say that. It says you should be growing in this. So as you look at your own testimony... You look at your own 
relationship with God. Where are you? Where are you? And are you willing to be truthful with yourself? As the band comes and we get ready to close, I want to leave you with this. I want you to be very honest with yourself. I want you to be very honest with yourself. Every uh, eyes, you can look up here. You can you can look at me. We're, not, we're we we don't have to close eyes right now. But look at me. Where is your faith at? Where is your faith? Do you have a faith? Do you have a relationship with God? Do you know Him? If you do know Him, are you growing in Him? For those who, who do know Him, be encouraged. Grow in Him. Look at your life. Where is it? For those who don't know Him, know him you got a decision to make but there's no like fooling yourself you've either truly accepted him and there's a life change in your heart or you didn't you might have said words once but there was never any change in your heart where are you Not even to the point where you want to make a decision right now, but where are you? Where are you honestly at right now? I hope that this message for some of you were encouraging, and I hope for this message for some of you was an eye-opener to the need for you having Jesus Christ. you'd like to know more about how to know him as your personal savior or why it would even be important maybe you realize today okay i don't know god i'm not a christian but why does it matter i'd like to talk to you about that the leaders would like to talk to you about that maybe you'd like to, to make a decision or maybe you just want to know how to grow more come talk to us Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for who you are, God. I thank you for what you've done. Lord, I just pray that you'd be with these students, God. I pray that clarity would come to the hearts and minds of someone in here. That clarity would come to the heart and mind of an individual in here that needs you, God. That they can be bold and ask questions and get answers, Lord. And that you could be a... a, a in their lives, Lord, that you could change their hearts, God. I pray that clarity. Lord, I pray for the clarity of, of an individual in here that that knows you, but maybe has maybe has fallen away from supplementing their life. Lord, I just pray that they would be honest with themselves, and I pray that you would reveal that. In Jesus' name.